everyone, welcome to the Jungle Gyms podcast, part of Jungle Gyms International Markets, and maybe more importantly to all of you listening, broadcasting live from the WJJI studio inside our flagship store. That's right, give it up for flagship stores, give it up for regular stores too. I appreciate all of you already. Hey, you want to hear a little of the action in the background? Uh, let me roll that audio in. Oh, oh yeah, there it is. You see, I've got a live mic running outside of the studio so that while I'm recording, you all can hear what it's like to be a part of the action in the store. And conveniently, I do have control of it on the board, so I can make it quiet again, too. But you know what? Let's go ahead and leave that in there for a little bit, shall we? I am your host, Mark Borson. Now, this is the first episode of a podcast, and this episode is going to be one of introductions. I want to introduce the store. I want to introduce what the show is all about. I'm going to introduce myself some of our employees, and way more. I might even introduce introductions. Jungle Gyms International Markets. Now, I know many of you Cincinnati natives may know a lot about the store, and of course, I want to explain it for those of you who may have never been here or have even heard about it. You know, we've got global appeal. Uh, I guarantee you, throughout the show, even if you've heard of us before, you're going to find out all kinds of cool things that you had no idea about. If you want the too long, didn't read version of the story in my own words, just imagine that Walt Disney and Willy Wonka collaborated on the most unique and wild international market that carries specialty foods from all over the world. This is not just a place for those kind of, wow, I can't believe I found this type of discoveries. This is a store where you say, wow, I can't believe this product even exists. And you know what? I am bringing it home. Okay, I know you're hooked now. Here we go. Jungle Gyms International Markets started out as a roadside produce stand in 1971 and slowly grew into what we are today. And having that experience has really given us a unique perspective. And not just on groceries and retail stores and how to sell our products, but what kind of experience that should be. Jungle himself has always been a bit larger than life, so this whole thing makes a ton of sense to me. To quote the man himself, what would happen if I made a store that was both functional and fun for customers to shop in? Well, I think we all know what would happen. It would become a destination shopping experience for customers all over the whole planet. And you know what? If you're one of those traveling shoppers, reach out to me at podcast at junglegyms.com. Send me an email. I would love to share your story with the audience. And you know what? Maybe I'll even have you on the show yourself to tell us about it. If you've been here, you know this store is big, but if you haven't, let me put this in perspective for you. Jungle Gyms International Markets has two locations with over 500,000 square feet of space. It is huge. We're at something like 260,000 square feet per store. It's crazy. Maybe you're an Aldi's or Trader Joe's shopper. Well, their stores average somewhere between 12 and 20,000 square feet. That means that we're about 25 times their size. Are you listening to this show right now out on the West Coast inside a Ralph's? First off, thank you. And second, Ralph's usually average around 100,000 square feet. So that's about, what, five times their size? Maybe you're a Kroger shopper. And in that case, Kroger tends to top out around 160,000 square feet. However, maybe you're my biggest fan in Boise, Idaho, and right now you're at Albertsons buying some lunch meat. Well, Albertsons stores average around 50,000 square feet. Hell, even a huge warehouse club store like Costco tends to only average around 146,000 square feet. The point is, it's huge. Think about how big that is. I swear, I think it's a quarter mile walk from the studio to the nearest restroom. We have hundreds of thousands of products in here, and we represent over 70 countries with our products. Jungle Gyms International Market is locally grown, but internationally known. We wanna be a destination for foodies, tourists, and weekly shoppers alike. And you know what? We're one of the last of our kind too, being an independently owned market. Think of us kind of like the resistance against this overbearing corporate conglomerate owned world that we're all kind of forced into. We want this store to be a unique, rare, and dare I say, special experience for everyone. 
We're not just going to provide every product you can imagine. We're also providing an interesting experience for people. And I personally believe that this is why we've been so successful. I mean, imagine this. We bring in hundreds of new products daily. It's insane. When I first started here, I'd had days where I was just perusing the aisles and I'd stop and think to myself, am I crazy? Or was there a significantly different lineup of products on the shelf yesterday? And now that I know just how many things we had on the regular, I would tell myself, no, Mark, you're not insane. You just work for the coolest company ever. You see, here at the jungle, we're always looking for the next big thing and not just to get onto the shelves or into your carts and homes, but unique and challenging projects that will make your experience as a shopper here at Jungle Gym's International Market that much more memorable. This might be a good time for me to tell you all to reach out to me if you have something interesting that you think would fit our mold. Every time you walk through the doors, we want you to find something new to be excited about and of course, give you a reason to come back. For me, one of those things is Mezzo Mix. It's a German Coca-Cola product that is incredible, but you know what, we'll talk about that later. But speaking of our next big thing, this leads me to the show itself and the idea that Jungle built an entire podcast studio right in the middle of the entrance of our Fairfield store. You literally cannot miss me. You walk right in our main entrance and there's a bunch of really cool toys and then an arguably even cooler podcast studio right here. We have everything here. Like, not just the food, right? We've got all the trappings of a standard grocery store plus the aforementioned foods from over 70 different countries. There's a huge cookware store right near the entrance. Then there's a giant pet store. And right outside the studio, as I've mentioned, and it's brought me a ton of joy, is arguably the coolest toy store I've ever been into outside of the original FAO Schwartz on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan. I'm probably talking about this a lot, but almost daily I watch lightsaber duels occur in the store. Yeah, because we sell lightsabers too. No joke. This is the kind of place where Tom Hanks is going to come in here and do the piano dance sequence from Big. Okay, that's not like official at all, but uh, Tom Hanks, since I know you're our first subscriber, if you're into this at all, I'm into it too. I'll go ahead and roll out the um, piano key carpet for you. Maybe my words aren't quite enough for you, so why don't I ask Jungle himself about this new expansion to the store? What do you say, Jungle? This is different, isn't it? It's really different. You know, it's kind of neat in a way. That's your brand. I know, but I mean, you know, it's like this. I mean, not that you were going to try to introduce yourself and all that stuff. So now you started out with a big bang here. But anyway, <laughs> now that you hit it, um, this reminds me of when you build a home, a mm -hmm. home builder. You know? Yeah. He goes in there and he sees a, you know, a farm and he puts a road in, he digs a hole. And these guys all come to work, and there's a house. And the most exciting thing is people move in there. People live there, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like, and this idea I had over here, and here we are. I was going to ask you, what, you know, what is the I mean, why? Here we are, isn't it? It's just kind of exciting. And I'm the first guest. Now, I've been on your program many a times already. I know. And I really appreciate you having me back. I mean, we had such wonderful times, didn't we? Your yeah. performance no, on that know, jazz clarinet. Oh. <laughs> you know, and I haven't picked up that instrument in years. You know that? In years. And you just brought it on. I picked it up and started playing. I mean, I felt like I was Bill Clinton. I would have never... I would have never thought it had been so long. I mean, really, I, I was great. But that being aside, that was a long time ago. My musical career was, you know, I mean, with the Supremes and, you know, the Temptations and uh, everybody else. And the spinners. OJs. Yeah, OJs and Spinners. It's just got the competition was too much. I finally got out of it and started selling tomatoes. Well, and so that brings us here. Like, how, what was the, what was the why? Why are we in this podcast room right now in, a, in the, an international market well i tell you I, it's, you know this might be fun huh i think it's gonna i be mean great. you know just it just what and a lot of people won't believe this i know because this is so weird that they wouldn't believe it but i'm gonna tell them anyway first of all folks i have a flip phone a flip phone i went to buy a car the other day and i couldn't find it, it had a lever with a push button. I even called, I had the dealer call around to find, they said they don't make them anymore. 
I mean, I'd have to go to buy something with 50,000 miles on it because I was afraid of the push button. So I'm not, I'm not good at this. So anyway, so my friend, Billy Sutherland, Jr., he calls me up and says, hey, I want you on a podcast. I said, he's a close friend of mine. And I says, well, what's a podcast? He goes, I said, what do I do? He says, you just come there and we'll just talk, right? So me and Josie, we said, fine. We went over there and we sat down and we started talking. And we just talked like we are now. And then he goes, um, I said, is that it? He goes, that's it. And then I left and then he aired it. And then he called me up and says, my gosh, your ratings were fantastic. And I go, well, I said, you know why that is? I said, you know the old saying, <clears throat> the broom sweeps clean? You know that saying, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking the reason why I probably had good ratings, Billy, is because I never go anywhere or do anything. I'm never on TV. I never say anything to anybody. I'm always working. And um, I said, why don't we try it again? Let's do it again and see if it wore out, you know. So we did it again, and, um, and it was good. It wasn't good as the first one, but it was good. So then, anyway, I'm on my TV, and I'm flicking around, and I go to YouTube, and I looked up podcasts. Mm -hmm. All right? And I looked at all these podcasts, and you know, they're, they're in a basement, they're in a closet, they're in some room that has books in the background. And, hey, by the way, if you want to find out who you're talking to, whoever's talking to you, you know what the secret is, folks? Look at the books. <laughs> Look at the books or the records behind that person when they're talking. If you could just, if you look at some of the labels, sometimes they don't have the books out. They have them filed, you know. Just read some of those topics of the books, and you'll find out the person that is interviewing you, whatever, who they are by the books they read. A little secret, you know. I appreciate it, yeah. But anyway. And uh, so then I looked at them thinking it's all, everybody's, hidden. I says, because I'm in retail and I'm marketing, you know, I market tomatoes, I market everything. I says, well, I'm going to take this and I'm going to market a podcast. So I built this studio and I said, now how do we build it? You know, so we built this thing right on the main drag and I said, wouldn't that be fun to have a class for like a goldfish in here? Do you feel like goldfish? Uh, you know. <laughs> you know I mean? So you look like, you know, you feel like you can't be a goldfish, you know, can't be a goldfish. Not maybe, water. maybe a barracuda, but not a goldfish. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's yeah. more accurate. Yeah, you're right, right. You got whiskers and all that shit. You can't be a goldfish. <laughs> but anyway, so then so then uh, I, we, we threw this thing together, not knowing what to do. And then we said, well, we got to have somebody, not me. I can't take time out to do this. You know, you have to have a professional. They have really cool guests and formats. You know, you, know, you could be crazy, and you are crazy, but... <laughs> And, and that's good. It, it, no, being crazy is good. No, no, you want to keep the the audience enthused, laughing. You want to, you know, you want to keep them, and it's good. But you got to have substance. You just can't sit there all day long and just off the cup and talk to people about nothing. So you have to have entertainment, and you have to have substance, right? Absolutely. So I said to myself, we got to find somebody. So we started interviewing people. And everybody said, just like what interview anybody else. And you were one of them. And we looked around and it says, this guy's left to center. He might be good. <laughs> I'm honored by yeah, that, yeah, by the really. way. I know that's a compliment. I truly, yeah. I, and I take it as no, such. That's, no, that's a compliment. So then, then the big thing was when you were written up in the, that magazine, right, Josie? Number two entertainer in that's Cincinnati. It. I said, whoa, this guy's going to be good. So then we built this thing. Here we are, you're doing your first one, introducing uh, yourself to the people. And, and if they ask, you know, why you're here and whatever, I, you know, I could add, I could add a couple of uh, insights. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I, and these are wonderful insights, too. I, and I love the analogy of the building a home and then the best part being people coming in. That's brilliant. It's, it's amazing to me. No, you don't think of it. I know builders, a lot of builders probably, maybe some builders look at it that way and think of it as you know um you know i know one builder that he turns around and he'll take the property he bought he'll look at the streams and the trees and it's not how many lots do i cram in this thing to maximize my profit mm -hmm. you know a lot of them do that but then some always look you know if i take out instead of having 50 lots if i take out five and have 45 these these lots will be nicer 
forget about the five profit and let's go to 45 and produce. And, you know, a lot of people think like that too. So, you know, I just, I think it's near. You, you come up with an idea, next thing, it could be anything, I don't care. Selling cakes on, whatever. You come up with this idea, next thing you know, people are buying them. Yeah. And it's neat. It, it's clear to me you've always had your finger on the pulse of that ideology, right? Like you've always really looked at the customer in that regard as far as like just me. I, I, would, I look at the customer or at least the brand, I would say. Right. You know, and uh, I, I think you've done a great job of creating that space. Well, you know, I, I don't know about that. I think my customers, God bless them. They love me. A lot of them love me. And and every even when I make mistakes, say, OK, John, I'll stick with you. You do one more, I'm gone. You do one more, I'm gone, buddy. I can't take it anymore. You drive me crazy. But I'll stick with you a couple of times. I can't help it, but I, I just do this stuff. I don't know. And, and some people like it, some people don't. But, you know, I got to have fun too, you know. Absolutely you do. Well, you know, as somebody growing up here trying to be an entertainer in the Midwest, you've been a huge inspiration to me because what has been so fascinating to me about you and the brand you know, especially as I really get to know you now working for the company, is that you've always it at least appeared in, uh, at least in my lifetime, to have this view of like, hey, let's try anything. And if it works, great, we're going to keep doing that. And if it doesn't work, we'll retool it. Uh, yeah, they just like this whole building you're sitting in right here, we created something different, right? But this was a huge mistake. Huge. I built this whole thing as a big, huge greenhouse and I tried for years to make it happen. I couldn't make it happen. And finally, I put the tail between my legs and I quit. I usually don't do that. But after a while, even a guy like me says, hey, man, it's time to call it quit. And, I, you know, I usually don't give up. But, you know, then, you know, it just was. But, yeah. You know, somebody told me, you know, if you throw money at a, throw enough money at a mistake, it's not a mistake. I know it's a bad way to look at something. <laughs> but, you know, really, I know that's a bad way to look at something. But. And here we have some people walking by the glass. I think that's really neat. They have a map. And I need to have a map. Oh, yeah. So that means they're the first time here. Or they're regular customers, and I confuse them so much they don't know where the hell they're at. <laughs> it's either one or the two. All I know is they have a map. <laughs> they're finding their way through the new entrance. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. They could be here for 10 years straight. You know? What the hell do he do now, this guy? Where am I? Right. The new, this is the greenhouse, right? We were growing in the Yeah, back. we're in a greenhouse. Don't, what's wrong with you people? Don't you know you're in a greenhouse? <sighs> You'd think, but, you I know. I don't know what's wrong. I just can't trust They're all anybody. waving. I love them. I love them. Look at them all waving. Pretty soon I'm about to go out and give autographs. I'm, I'm actually, as a matter of fact, we've got, we've got the paper ready for them. So. You know what? When I came in here for the interview, all yeah. right, steady customers walking by me. You know what she said to me? She goes, there's no towels in the lobby. That's what she said. Now, she, just, there was, she wasn't being funny. She was telling me. That really what she was saying, if you want to equate it to a grocery store, is where your carts are parked. We know you wash the carts and you wash your hands and you take the squirt bottle and stuff. Right. And there's paper towels. There's no paper towels. Oh. But she didn't say cart grill. She goes, there's no towels in the lobby. Ooh. Is that cool or what? It is cool. I, tra I tracked her down. I said, wonderful. That, that's so fun. And she was serious. She didn't. I mean, she goes, yeah, there's no towels in the lobby i'm thinking is that great so i went over to the the girl over the greeter i says there's no towels in the lobby <laughs> and she looked at me like what i says outside get somebody to put towels out by the car corral <laughs> so that was really cool i like that kind of stuff yeah and, and i'll tell you something else i mean just i don't want to keep on blabbing but you know when you put you know when you look at it 40 years i've been doing this you know, you have to make profit because you got to pay people. You got to have raises. You need you need profit, All right? But it's um, you want to be generated. I think what makes me happy when people say they come here and they're from out of town and they travel and they have a good time, especially in this time of the world we're in. Sure. If you could put smiles on people's faces, whatever, I think it's it's kind of nice. You know, something oh, yeah. you could. It's not, I don't like to do it a lot, but you could sit down and pat yourself on the back a little bit, not too much, but a little bit and say, good, man, you're making a little difference, even though it's a grocery store. But why not? Man, right? that's nice. Well, I mean, you know, it's, a lot of people don't think like that. I think they put up groceries right and left to sell groceries. 
Yeah, they want that like clean in and out sometimes, but I, I don't know. I think, yeah, but I think a lot of you know, there's there's people out there that you know, you have some of these uh, entrepreneurs and they own restaurants and they've been there forever, and you know, Christmas time they're busy and they'll bring out a bottle. I know they're not supposed to do that, but they'll bring out a bottle of whiskey or something like this and have some shots with their customers. You know what I mean? Yeah, they don't have to do that. You know, it's. It's they live there. Restaurants and people live there. Hang on, I gotta turn this phone off. I'll call you back, Kathy. I got I well, I got a flip phone. What do you want me to do? I, I love it. Wait, I came in. What do you want me to do? I'm still running the store. You know, I no, can't sit amazing. here with you and not pay attention to the store. <laughs> of course, no, please. No. We'll bring them on the call next. <laughs> yeah, it was Kathy, the store manager. She was calling me. She was so busy, she didn't even have time to eat lunch. I think when I was talking to her, she was chewing. Hey, but that's dedication. I think that come, you know, coming back to that, I think it's your willingness to go that extra step that a has made you a destination, you know, worldwide. Right. Well, you know, I tell you in this market, you better be something because they're delivering to the door. They're doing this they're doing that credit this. I mean, you, I better do something if I want to be here, you know, you know, people come in here and say, why should I? I could have this delivered, that delivered. I don't have to get out. You know, I better do something to bring people in here. Yeah. So that we're is- going into the route of fun, entertainment. We've always done that. But now we're getting more into, you know, international in a big way. But listen, listen, we're getting out of whack here. Let's talk about you. I'm here to talk about you. Okay. You, so give them their information. Start talking about yourself. And I'll try to be quiet. <laughs> Well, uh, as you said, number two entertainer in Cincinnati. Uh, I've been working as a commercial actor now for close to a decade, which is really cool. I've gotten to work for brands like Pepsi and Mentos and a lot of other fun stuff. I made a couple of short films. I got some awards, and my career's just had kind of a fun upswing recently, and then uh, we discovered each other. Well, I mean, I knew you already, actually. Uh, but I feel really, I, I, honestly, Jung, I'm just honored to be here. I, I know that might sound a little on the uh, kiss ass right now, but I, I really mean it. You know, speaking from my perspective as like a new person here in a creative space, it's in, infrequent that a brand will hire someone like me and go be yourself and mean it. And hey, 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 don't scare me, will you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, relax, don't scare me now. But I, I, you know, I mean, in my short time here, it's been beautiful. It's been, I, I you know, we're going to create, this is going to be amazing together. I'm really excited for what we're going to make here. And I hope that I can be a huge help in keeping, like you said, let's keep you around. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, I'm going to get back. I don't want, a lot of people talk about what's my role here. And a lot of people don't understand. What I do, if you're a football, if you like football, which I don't watch football. But anyway, if you like football, you know, I open, I'm not even, uh, you know, I'm kind of like the blocker. I make the hole. I find a runner, and I make the hole so you run. I built this thing, and this is yours. You run with it. And I hope that, man, we're on TV. I hope you do all kind of stuff. I'm here to support you. I'm not here to run it because I can't do that. But I'm here to help you as much as I can, and we'll just take this thing, and I hope you just you know, I hope, you know, one day you're floating down the Amazon doing, you know, looking for f- food hanging on the in the Amazon or something, you know. I would love you know, to And, and if you do that, don't forget to wear a Jungle Gym t-shirt or something. Of course. I've got my tactical vest <laughs> Yeah, yeah, prepared. don't forget me, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, of course not. Well, I'm hoping I'll bring you with. <laughs> so, Jungle, one thing I thought was funny that we bonded over before I became an official uh, part of the team was our love of costumes. I am always in awe of your costumes. And one question I've gotten from a lot of my friends I wanted to ask was, do you have a favorite costume in your lineup? Yeah. I, well, I like I like punk outfit. That's why I like the best, my punk outfit, because really cool. I have the shoes and you know, I have all the jewelry. Each one of my fingers has this crazy <laughs> ring on, you know what I mean? And then when I go up to the, especially when I go to the events and the women, they look at me like, this guy here, you know, and I, I show my rings, and there are all these different. I says it's all in the rings, and they just look at every, every finger. I, I like the jewelry, all the jewelry hanging all over me, but it's fun, and it, you know, 
And in business, it's great. I mean, you act like an idiot or you act crazy, but you know what they do? What do you think they do? Love you for it. You see this little thing they walk around with? And they take a picture and they say, guess where I'm at? And they show this and, and uh, you know what I mean? I don't know how many friends, I don't know how that works. Thousands of people look at it. You, I'll tell you what, this is really wonderful. It has a lot of negatives, this phone thing. But privacy, I mean, oh yeah, it's terrible as far as, anyway. <laughs> we all that, became doctors overnight I mean, almost. It's, yeah, it's like, but, but the good side, one of the good things is, is like for small businesses and things like that. I mean, you, they advertise for you, and you, a lot of people can't afford to be on TV and radio and everything. So the little mom-and-pop places that open up, I mean, it's, it's, it's good. Yeah. It's a, it, I've got to imagine it gives them the opportunity to create a footprint very easily. And that's good because private businesses, mom-and-pops, that's what makes this country just like uh, all the immigrants that came over. All the, that's, I heard that on the news today. It says, America, we're... We're not, we're, we're a group of people here, and that's what makes America wonderful. We want immigrants in here. They bring their hard work, they bring their values, they bring their foods. I mean, turn around and ride up and down any of these roads and take away your ethnic restaurants out there and see what you have. You better like McDonald's exactly. or you're in trouble. <laughs> so true. I mean, really. I mean, so they bring and they work like they live there. You know, they work, talk to them. They work day and night. Yeah. That's their love, and, and we benefit by it because when we go in there, we get to get, you know, we have a new restaurant coming in here pretty soon that I'm so excited about. Ooh. It's uh, Fa, right? It's Fa. Oh. I got Josie here because every time I need an answer or I make a mistake, I look at her and she gives me a signal. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's Fa, and it happens to be a Vietnamese, and I just, personal, you know, everybody has their own taste buds. I just like soup, and I like Vietnamese soup because, you know, with the broth, and then you throw the fresh vegetables in there. Oh, oh I love yeah. it. That's and, one of my favorites, too. I'm so excited to yeah. hear that that's coming and they're in. Gonna, and they're going to be putting a lot of money in this thing, too. Amazing. Well, so, I know I mean, my lunch just got a little bit better. I, I, I just like it. We She always makes a part of it for lunch for me, Josie. We do, we do it, and she gets that, those little cups and boils them and stuff. I mean, they're good, but it's nothing like going to be that. Oh, sure. That's going to be amazing. Oh, it's going to be good. That's so cool. Well, what's your another question? Because I want to. What? She's looking at me. Her mouth's moving. <laughs> what is it now? Well, before I get too far from the costume question, I did bring a little something for you. So here's a little gift for you, Jungle. I had a shirt made. Uh, I knew you enjoyed my cicada costume that I. I did. Had. I did. So I, really I took did. some pictures. And am I bugging you? I made you a shirt. So. Oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> no, this is really. This is great. Look at you. You know, I told you, you think, you know, I lost a lot of weight recently. You think this is going to be too big? I don't want it's going to be close. I don't want it to be loose on me. Yeah, well, I'll resize it if need no, be. No, no, this <laughs> is great. I, I love it. I love it. This is great. Now look at the people looking. See, can you imagine now having a really big guest here and people out there, not only when you people come over and see this new studio we built, it's called WJJI. It's going to be wonderful because we're actually going, when he has a special guest here, People on the outside, there's going to be a microphone, and they're going to be able to ask questions of these people. That's right. You know, not only that, you know, how many of these podcast people, the people don't know who they are. They haven't seen them. Sure. You know, they're always stuck away and stuff. And you're going to, I guess, going to be bringing some exciting new podcast people here to see if they want to uh, be part of the, or just come in and use the J, you know, WJJI and, and, and people that follow them, I think that'd be exciting. I mean, if they're from Dayton, I don't know where they're from and they do it, they could come in and wave and, and just say hi. I mean, right. It, it is, it comes back. It's all an experience here. I mean, I think it'd be, I think it's going to be great. I'm I mean, so excited I mean, about I'm, that. I mean, I'm sure some of these people, these podcasts, they have big followers and stuff, right? Absolutely. I mean, wouldn't that be cool to come in and just wave and say hi and say, I love your I love yeah. your program. I liked your last episode. They could just say hi and one-on-one -on -one for a couple minutes. I think that's going to be Unbelievable. fun. Oh, yeah. I mean, just imagine walking in to do your weekly shopping here, and then suddenly you're like, oh, my gosh, the show I love is in the store today. Why? And, then, and, yeah, and then that's why we put you in front of the store. That's one of the reasons. We didn't. Somebody was designing it. They said they want to put you in the back. I mean, can you imagine? Me walking through and you see one of your superstars and you stop and you're going goo goo gaga and you got ice cream in your cart. <laughs>
You're right. right. Yeah. I mean, I'd be just be eating maybe it right have back a track there. all the way out the store, you know, drip, 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 drip. <laughs> you know, that's, that's. Well, I thank you for putting me up here too. And it, yeah, this no, is great. Yeah, no, it was, it was a good move. I've gotten to meet so many customers. I've already even had a customer come into the booth and, uh, talk with me for a little bit and tell me their story. They came in from out of town to buy some hot sauce. It'll be in this first, I'm going to put it in this first That's episode great. somewhere. Yeah. Your customers love you. And well, you know, I, I think that goes for all of us. <laughs> no, that's going to be fun. That's going to be really cool to see what happens there when, you know, you get that going. It's going to be, you know, you are venturing into this unknown charter. You know what I mean? It's going to be fun. Me watching you because it's going to be fun. What happens? Yeah. It's, we we're safari. We're going on a safari. Yeah, we're going on a safari. You know, it's just, look, I mean, I can't help it. I'm sitting there, I'm thinking I should wave at these people. I've been waving at everybody. You know? And I love it. Because you know, really, but you look at me, you know what they say? I look like Joe Biden a little bit. <laughs> you know, I should put a blue suit, a blue tie on, and then if I waved, I might really get a crowd. Probably one of the easiest costumes you get to do, right? Just wave, you know? But have a couple people hanging on by the outside over here with some suit, you know, with suits on, with a couple of ear things in. You know, hey, lay, hey, lay, lay, get, get away from the glass, get away from the glass. Well, that'll be our next segment. We do. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to great things in the future, Jungle. I, uh, those are, those are my big burning questions. You know, I mean, I would love to have you back here if you'd ever be willing to come back and visit me again. No, we'll do that. We'll do that. But let's, I can't wait for you to get some episodes going and stuff like this. Cause then, you know, I'll be able to comment. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? Yes. Can you imagine you have a bunch of people in here and then I walk in and they're talking <laughs> about something I absolutely know nothing about. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> It would be. I mean, it wouldn't be great. No, absolutely. It's on the list. You know, I mean, it's like, sure. you know, what are you talking about? You know, don't look at me. And people ask me about all the stuff in the store. What's this? What's that? I said, I don't have any idea. <laughs> I, have, I mean, what do you I think? 9,000 million items. You think I know what this stuff is? I mean, you know, I, you know. When I uh, told some of my friends that I was getting to interview for the show, they were like, does he have a favorite item in the I store? Know, and I had that same question. I, I know, like, no I way. don't, I don't, I don't. You know, my biggest, one of my biggest upsets was? What's that? When Banquet Pies went from three for a dollar to 99 cents each. That upset me. <laughs> I'm writing a strongly worded letter to the Banquet. <laughs> you know what I mean, Banquet, and I'm not talking the upscale ones. What was that, the Mary what? Mary Calendar. Yeah, yeah, not them, man. No. Those are two. I'm talking about the banquet, baby. Oh, yeah. The little things, when you know, juicy and stuff like this. You oh, sit yeah. there. Yeah, and I don't even put them in the oven. That's when they really look good. Put them in the microwave, man. You talk about dog food. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They don't even oh, look good. good. They don't no, even no. look good. <laughs> I put so much pepper and onion and stuff on the top to cover what they look like. It's like gray goo in a cup. Perfect. But it's lunch. Yeah. Uh, it, it tastes better than it looks marginally, right? Well, John, All right. Yeah, thanks for coming in here. I really All appreciate right, buddy. it. buddy. I'll catch you later. Good luck. Hey, thanks so much for your time, Jungle. I really appreciate you coming on to the show. We all love you, and we are so glad that you came on as our first guest. And you know what, listeners? You're sitting there now thinking the whole time, hey, I've got a question for Jungle. You know what? If you do... Go ahead and send me an email at podcast at junglegyms.com with the subject line, Ask Jungle. If we get some good ones, I'll try to bring him back on the show to chat about it. What do you say? It doesn't matter. I can't hear you back right now. So you're probably getting an idea of what we're working on here, but really, what is this show going to be about? Well, in a broad description, I want to cover international foods and culture. I want to introduce you to our family here at The Jungle, and I'd love to share with you some of the cool secrets and inner workings of our store. I want to introduce you to all the strange and cool animatronics that are in the store. I'll be bringing in guests of all sorts to talk about their work. Maybe I'll have some musical guests perform even. I want to make this show the destination for all talent passing through our part of the world. You'll also hear about live events, both hosted by us in our stores, as well as events all over the world. You'll learn about brand new products coming in. You're going to get to see taste tests and reviews of products that you may not have tried and so, so, so much more. If all that doesn't sound amazing to you, well, one, you're officially wrong. I have it written on paper right here. But two, I've provided a link in our show notes as well as on our social media and websites where you can actually submit your ideas and requests for the show. 
So head on over to junglegyms.com slash WJJI and you'll see that form right there. Of course, I've mentioned as well, you can reach out to me directly at podcast at junglegyms.com if you prefer email. There's so much to talk about here. So before I get too deep, let's meet each other a little bit better, shall we? I truly believe that podcasts, shows, really any form of broadcast media is built on your relationship with the people producing the shows and the host. So I figured it'd be a good idea that you get to know me first since we're definitely going to be spending some time together. I won't make a habit of yammering about myself too much outside of this, but like I said before, my name is Mark. I've worn a lot of proverbial hats in my short life, but not many actual hats. I believe that they ruin your hairline. I'm an actor, most notably having led commercials and campaigns for brands like Pepsi, Mentos, Roto-Rooter, and more. I'm an award-winning filmmaker, thanks to my short films Chiluminati and Subject 6 Alpha 2. I've been a longtime musician and singer, and even made it fairly far into American Idol auditions years and years ago. I've done a little stand-up comedy here and there, as it's one of my favorite art forms, obsessing over people like George Carlin, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, the classics. I always like to mention my love of stand-up as I do tend to lean heavily into my sarcasm, something that I'd like you all to remember when I am being sarcastic. Prior to hosting and producing this show, I was the host and co-producer for a technology YouTube series called Promevo TV. I was the host for a podcast called Question Mark Podcast, a bad advice show. I was a co-host on The Prep List with Christian Gill, as well as the radio show The Weekly Hookup for Radio Artifact and WVXU here in Cincinnati. I'm a big foodie, which is likely clear to you from seeing any photos of me. I tend to crave Asian food the most when I'm going out to eat, leaving me often arguing with myself whether I'm going for Korean food or Indian food. I love to cook, and I've been really interested in Thai cuisine for the last few years. And so, you know what? Come over. I'll make you one of my favorite basil stir fries. The whole quarantine and COVID-19 thing really made me appreciate high-quality coffee and tea, which I did not expect to happen. But I want to give a quick shout out to Oakley Artisan Roasters and Bruetta Tea. They helped me out so much throughout this process. And now I feel like a uh, little bit more than a casual fan, you know? While I mentioned sometimes I like to be a little silly and sarcastic, my ultimate goal here is one of positivity and fun. I believe that food is one of the great uniters, a universal constant, if you will. While I don't necessarily believe I'll be solving world peace here or anything like that, I do hope to help us all expand outside our areas of comfort and learn a little something about different people and maybe make you laugh while doing so. They call it edutainment in the business, and I really don't care for that word. But speaking of edutainment, let me introduce one of what I believe will be one of our most popular segments on the show. time for the taste test welcome to the taste test everyone did you like that music i did this is a segment where i and potentially my guests find new and interesting items around the store to try out they may be new to us they may be new to you but we're all going to learn a little something about the product and then we're going to try it out for all of you in hopes that you give it a try yourself when you come into the store next I'd like to give a quick shout out to my friend, Melissa, who inspired this week's taste test. She'd been hunting down this week's taste test item in our store, making me realize that these little fruits were a perfect, interesting little item to try first. This item, hailing all the way from our luscious produce section, is the rambutan. Rambutan is a fruit native to Southeast Asia. It grows in a tree that can reach up to 80 feet, and that's 27 meters for those of you metric fans out there, and thrives best in tropical climates such as Malaysia and Indonesia. Rambutan got its name from the Malay word for hair because it has a hairy red and green shell. Some say it may look like a sea urchin, but I kind of think it either looks like a little edible COVID-19 or kind of a hairy cherry. In Vietnam, they call it chom chom, which means messy hair, which I thought was fun to note. 
The fruit is related to the lychee and longan fruits, two items that I have a feeling will also end up on the taste test and has a similar appearance when peeled. It's got translucent white flesh and it has a sweet yet creamy taste and contains a seed in the middle, but we'll describe that later. Rambutan is a very nutritious fruit and may offer health benefits ranging from weight loss and better digestion to increased resistance to infections, which is why you should be eating delicious fresh produce all the time. While the fruit itself has great nutritional value, the rambutan peel and seed are actually thought to be rich sources of nutrients, antioxidants, and other beneficial compounds. Though some people do eat them, neither are considered edible. In fact, they actually appear to contain certain compounds that may be toxic to humans. Roasting the seeds may reduce these effects and individuals from some cultures seem to consume them this way. However, reliable information on the proper roasting procedure is currently unavailable, so let's just all agree we're not gonna eat the outside or the seeds. They average around 75 calories and one to two grams of fiber per three and a half ounces, meaning it's relatively low in calories for the amount of fiber it provides. This can help keep you fuller for longer, which may reduce your likelihood of overeating and promote weight loss over time. I'm here for that. I'm sure we all are. Another bit of good news, rambutan contains a good amount of water and can help keep you hydrated, which again, may further prevent overeating and aid weight loss. All right, so the real burning question is, how do we eat them? Well, rambutan can be purchased either fresh, canned as a juice or as a jam. But if you wanna make sure you got a fresh piece here and you wanna make sure it's ripe, check out the color of its spikes. The redder those are, the riper the fruit will be. Okay, now it's time to taste this bad boy. All right, everyone, like I said, it's time for the taste test. So this is the rambutan. If you had not Googled it while I was telling you all the sweet facts about it, I'm gonna move the mic away a little bit and I'm gonna shout at it just so I can see what I'm doing. Now, the, the catch here, you know, you look at this and it's like, how do I eat that? It looks spiky. Well, what we're gonna do is we're gonna make a slight incision into the skin. It's kind of thick, so don't be afraid about cutting too far. But you can see I got a decent little chop in there. And then what I would recommend, if you can, again, using as close to proper knife skills as possible, we're just gonna keep making little incisions around the skin. So as you turn around and then the moment of truth, Look at that, a beautiful peeled fruit. So we mentioned it has a sort of a sweet custardy taste as I continue to break the skin off. And remember, don't eat the skin. I said it like 80 times in the lead up to this. Don't eat the skin and don't eat the seed, but let's try it. Let's see, see what I think. Feels kind of like a grape. It looks like one too. That is delicious. Okay, so texture-wise, it's, again, it's very similar to a grape, but tougher, like a, like a tough grape, like a grape wearing a leather jacket, a spiky leather jacket in this case. Inside, you can see the seed. So, again, don't eat it, but that's really good. It's really sweet. It's, yeah, it is a little creamy. They mentioned a custardy taste. I don't really get the custardy texture or taste, but it's like, yeah, it's like a thick grape, but sweeter, almost like it tastes like candy. Like I'm wondering now, I'm wondering now how many times we have synthesized fruits in this family, like the lychee, the longan, and uh, the rambutan. I'm wondering how many times we in American candy production have synthesized this because it has a very familiar sweet taste to it. What a good start to the taste test. I'm really glad this is delicious. Can you imagine if it wasn't and I had to lie to all of you? This is fun. That's what's like one of the most fun things about Jungle Gyms. We get to try all this delicious stuff. Oh, okay, don't do what I just did. So I'm trying to peel off around the skin. It looks like I peeled some of the, the, the seed layer. So I'm gonna try and avoid that as best as possible, but I am very much enjoying this and hope I get to eat more of it. I will do whatever it takes to eat more of this. That's good, I highly recommend this. Yeah. So you learn a little something new every day. That's the best part of the show, right? That's why you like the taste test. So while I'm sitting here awkwardly peeling the seed out 
so I can continue eating it. What kind of things would you like me to try in the store? Let me know. I'm waving. We've got customers out here all the time. I'm right in the middle of the store. You can see people all the time watching the show. Time for a taste test. <laughs> um, but let me know. What kind of things do you want to see me try? What do you want to learn about in the store? Are there certain things that you're interested in? You can send me an email at podcast at junglegyms.com and I'll tell you all about it. All right, our first taste test segment went off without a hitch. That was pretty fun. I've said it a few times already, we have customers from all over. And so this week while I was prepping to put this episode together, I happened to meet a family that came in from Illinois to visit us just for some hot sauces. So you know what? I invited them into the booth. And let me introduce you to another segment that I'm calling What Brings You In? What's your name? I'm Michael T. Bell from Decatur, Illinois. Michael, well, first off, welcome to Jungle Gyms International Markets. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, as I was telling you right beforehand, the thing I like to do is just say, hey, where are you from? So obviously you're here from Decatur, Illinois. Are you yeah. just visiting? I came to pick up some equipment for remodeling in a home for my friend Taisha. Oh, awesome. And uh, we're working good together and it's turning out pretty good. Well, I'm really glad to hear that. Hopefully by the next time you visit, the house will be done. You can show it off to me. I'll be so nice, but that'd be up to Miss Taisha. Sounds good. Well, we'll, we'll check with her. I'll have her sign a release for uh, me too. All right. <laughs> well, uh, today at Jungle Gyms, obviously, you know, we have all kinds of stuff. What brings you all into the store today? I am a spicy lover. I love spices. And I found out that Jungle Gym has maybe one or two aisles with just nothing but spicy stuff. So I come to see what it was all about. You are in for a treat today. Uh, all right. Oh, yeah. You'll see. We, we even uh, we built it out of a fire truck. Oh, really? Yes. So not only do we do crazy things like have a podcast studio right in the entrance of an uh, international market like this, right. but you'll see as you go through, not only there are tons of animatronics, but other kinds of things like that. Yeah. So they built, they took an old decommissioned fire truck and built the hot sauce area around that. I guess so they could extinguish the flames depending on what you eat. All right. So you might have to extinguish me later because I had some good old ghost pepper wings at, uh, what's the place called? It was wings and wings and rings. Wings and rings. How how was it? Did you enjoy it though? It was so good. I liked the ghost pepper ranch, the um, sweet Thai chili, and Ooh, yeah, and I liked the Korean sauce. And so, I mean, I I love the spicy. So my mouth was on fire, and I was loving every bit of it. Oh, I think you're gonna. I think you will seriously flip for the selection here. We have one of, if not the greatest selection of hot sauces under one roof. It's incredible and then even cooler we have all of the dried peppers and things of that nature if you're someone who likes to make their own hot sauce Ooh, yeah that i don't never tried it but i'm in for it oh yeah i'm real i'm very excited about this oh, I, you know and, and next time you're through we'll have you come and take some of your favorite sauces maybe try them on air stuff like that oh that'd be great well michael do you have any hidden talents or skills you'd like to share with the audience before well, i throw you out of here unceremoniously i can <laughs> i can i think i've been singing ever as long as i can remember and i also love to play my clarinet been playing it for 34 years so I didn't bring the clarinet today, but I'd, <laughs> I'd sing a little inspirational song if that's okay. I would love to hear you sing to me. Okay, so the song says, I can, I can do anything if I try, if I just try, and I can, because I got to believe and rely on what I have inside. I can make it through trials. Trials, they can make us strong. We can do anything. Oh, yes, we can. We can. We can. We can. We can. We can do anything. That was amazing. Yes. Thank you. And that's the first single from WJJI All Records. All right. Yes, we're making history over here. Yes. That's amazing. That was You have a beautiful voice. Thank oh, you so much for sharing that with us. God be the glory. God bless me with this voice, and uh, I'm going to use it. So. Uh, I'm, thank you so much for sharing it with me, truly. <laughs> well, Michael, thanks for your time. I think that's a great segment. I'm excited to share this with the world. And you know what, customers? If you're listening to this right now and thinking, I should be on this show, too, just come by the studio sometime. If you're in the store, come in. 
bring yes. me your special skills. I, if you want to sing, I would love if everybody came in and sang to me. So especially that beautifully. Oh, well, I thank thankful for all that I have and I'm thankful for what God is doing in my life. And thank you for having me. On my absolute show. pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for coming right. in today. I really appreciate it. Have a great time in the hot sauce section and uh, feel free. I know it's the store is huge, but if you make it back over to this section, come tell me what you found. Okay. Whoa, what a voice. You know, I wasn't expecting this episode to end by going full gospel on us, but here we are. Thank you so much for joining me on the show, Michael. And thank you as well to your family and friends for coming in here and hanging out and providing those background claps. Well, everyone, we've made it through the first episode of the Jungle Gyms podcast. Woo, woo! I had to do the whistle tips, woo, woo. Now, this is the part of every podcast where I'm going to ask you all to follow us online, write us a review, and all that fun stuff. Now, of course, I'm going to provide all of these links that I'm mentioning here and other information in the show notes. But if you enjoyed this show, please go give me a review on your favorite podcast platform, doubly so if it's iTunes. You see... Juicy five-star reviews are one of those easy things that audience members and fans can do to ensure that the shows that they love receive the success that you believe that we deserve. And you know what? I worked really hard on this. I would really love this show to be a runaway success. If you're a Facebook user, head on over to facebook.com slash Jungle Gyms International Market to follow us on there. If you're like me and enjoy posting photos, you're probably on Instagram. And if you want, you can follow us there at Jungle Gyms Market. Maybe you're a bird person. Perhaps you subscribe to Ornithology Quarterly. I don't think that's a real magazine, but you know what? Maybe you just like to tweet. So go over to Twitter and you can follow us there at Jungle Gyms Market. And that is Jungle Gyms M-R-K-T if you did not get it from the way I said it. If you want to follow me personally, you can go over to themarketing.com where I post some behind the scenes stuff for my acting work, as well as memes and other just random photos. But know that this page is wholly unsanctioned by the jungle. So of course, check it out at your own risk. I wanted to give a huge thanks to the music on this episode provided by SR Woodward, Grand Ace, Star Silk, and Mark Mauer. If you're a musician out there listening and saying, hey, you know what? I've got some instrumental music that would fit great on the Jungle Gyms podcast. Go ahead and reach out to me at podcast at junglegyms.com and let's chat. Lastly, make sure you submit your show suggestions and requests at junglegyms.com slash WJJI or shoot me an email again at podcast at junglegyms.com. Until next time. I'll see you all in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.